wonder and vision. Aren't we a five pair? This is our home now. I want us to fit in. Am I dead? No. Why would you think that? Because you are. We are an unusual couple, you know. Oh, I don't think that was ever in question. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Home Screen. Uh, I am Derek, of course, with me is me, Mark. Hello, everybody. Um, this is a new concept show where we're taking, where we're going to use this one to sort of look at um, streaming services or streaming series uh, more exclusively, where they don't necessarily fit in with film studies, um, but they're still somewhat topical and we will want to talk about them. Um, so this particular one, we're going to start with WandaVision, which just uh, debuted on Disney+. Plus. Um, and of course has a big sort of connection to a lot of movies that we watch and of course being the MCU movies. So we thought we might as well keep up to date on this one. That's right. Yeah. And conceptually for this, uh, show, uh, streaming services are becoming more and more, uh, prominent, uh, for everything. Uh, you know, especially of, these days. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. As of right now, when we're recording this, we're still in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. Everyone's at home. So streaming services are huge. So, why shouldn't we adapt to that? Uh, but secondly, I mean, uh, look at companies like Warner Brothers. Uh, they, they just dumped their whole 2021 slate onto, they're just going to do it on HBO Max. They've, they, they're not confident theaters are going to reopen. We're right in the middle of, of that where we can't go to the theater to see anything. And so streaming services seem to be where it's at. Netflix, Disney Plus, everyone's starting ones. So why shouldn't we move to that uh, venue as well? Yeah, to sort of keep it. And we'll be doing... Uh, each series as they do it. So if they dump them all on streaming service in one big uh, dump, then we'll watch the we'll, we'll binge them all and then do one big review. If they do a week by week release, we'll stick to that same schedule. So that's right. Which brings us back to WandaVision, which they have released the first two episodes of the series as of this recording. And so yep. that's what we're here to review today. And then we'll review each uh, episode going forward as they come out. And uh, we're just going to uh, just going to assume that you've seen them. So assume spoilers. Yeah, this is going to be spoiler heavy. Um, although that being said, uh, not much happening in these first two episodes. <laughs> um, I a mean, few li- a few little things happening. Like it's entertaining. Absolutely. Um, but we're but we're dropped completely into this universe with no explanation, no background, um, and essentially it's Wanda and Vision living together in a house after being married. Question mark. Um, Vision is somehow alive, still with the Mind Stone, and yep. all of his back. powers, and he. Uh, and they are just living their days uh, as husband and wife. However, each episode is sort of takes place in a different genre of television sitcom. Uh, the first one was very much I Love Lucy, very 50s style. Um, and then the second one being uh, more of a bewitched in the early 60s black and white version. Apparently the third one is more the bewitched in the later seventies colorized version, but that hasn't come out yet, but I know, but it, 
it does happen at the end of the second episode. Yeah. We do transition from black and white to color. So they're yeah. making that progression through. So this is some sort of alternate reality uh, that she's in somehow, whether she, it's of her own doing because her powers could potentially do that or yes. someone's doing this to her. We don't know yet. What we do know is that she is being observed by sword. So, well, we know that she's being observed by someone. Well, the the people. Uh, so the scene with the note where the, someone's writing something in a notebook and then closes it. Right. Yeah. On that on their desk is a symbol, which is also found later on the color uh, a helicopter, toy helicopter, which I'm going to assume is in reality a drone. It also has that okay. same symbol. That symbol is for uh, is for a sword, which is the next branch of shield. Uh, sword stands okay. for sentient world observation and response department. So in the comic, so in, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know how they love their acronyms? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, as we remember from the first Iron Man, we have Phil Coulson telling us about shield, you know, uh, strategic yeah, homeland intervention and, you know, logistics. Yeah. Anyway. So they, they really just wanted the acronym Couldn't to read yourself, shield. Could you? No, not at all. Uh, just, we're talking about the MCU. This is MCU. <laughs> so in the comic books, eventually they take the concept of shield, which protects the earth uh, and right. deals with threats on earth. But then uh, more and more stuff from space keeps happening. And so they, they develop sword, which is actually point, kind of pointed outward, if you will, looking at threats that might be coming from off, off planet. Cause we have the, you know, the, uh, the Cree and the scrolls and the, uh, right. you know, that kind of stuff. So in the MCU version that we're starting to see, um, you can kind of extrapolate. We've, we've had, you know, uh, guardian in guardians of the galaxy. We have Chris Pratt getting abducted, right. Becoming star Lord. So the aliens have come captain Marvel. We had the Cree yeah. uh, and the scrolls on earth already, you know, stuff like that. And Nick Fury gets involved. And at the end of captain Marvel, um, so at the end of Spider-Man, uh, Far From Home, he's on a space station of some sort with a bunch of scrolls. Yeah. yeah. So that is where all the fans, myself included, were basically thinking, oh, okay, he's now started S.W.O.R.D. So it's the next the next phase of S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. fell. He's now starting this because aliens are going to keep coming more and more because we have the Avengers. Thanos, with Thanos coming, that was huge. You know what I mean? Like, they need... Right. They need a bigger response team. They're not always going to, you know, like, yes, we have the Avengers, but we need more. We need at least more notice. You know, we need to know when they're coming. So. Right. Yeah. So that that symbol there is that's the sword symbol. And so we've seen okay. it a, a couple of times. What their part in this is, we don't know yet whether they're doing this to her and observing the results or, you know what I mean? Like maybe they've captured her and they've got her locked away or someone else is doing it and they're observing. We don't know yet. Like who was that mysterious figure in the beekeeping outfit that came up from the manhole cover? Right. Right. You know, the, so they're, they're but laying how out was these she, mysteries. Right. But then, and how was she able to reverse that? Cause she basically saw it and said, Nope. And then reversed back to. Yeah. So she's where she was she, before. Right, so that leads, leads me to believe that she's doing this. Now, whether someone's making her do this or not, we don't know. Or whether this is really just her dealing with the grief of losing vision during the events of Infinity War. Right. 
So she could be completely kind of losing her mind and then picturing just the, uh, and, and of course, going back to the 50s, it's that idyllic, you know, Americana that you think of the white picket fences and the manicured lawns and, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the husband goes off to work, the wife stays home and keeps a clean house. She's always dressed really well, even though she's she's actually, you know, cleaning, cooking and, you know, stuff like that, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So what did, what did you think of, of this kind of a new take, a new style to kind of start this series with? Um, yeah. And I, w- I was waiting for the shoe to drop the entire time. I was two things. One, I was enjoying what I was seeing mm. because Thank like you. the plot lines, like there are plot lines to each individual show in, in, in the show. It basically runs, um, sort of a stereotropic, um, storyline from that genre so in the first one we in the 50s we see that vision uh works at a company he doesn't know what they do he just processes forms um and it's uh you know there was a day marked on the calendar that that day is today it's marked on the calendar with a heart and so they think it's their anniversary and neither one of them know Vision finds out that his boss, Mr. Hart, is coming over for dinner. Calamity ensues. Well, and uh, she thinks it's their she it's thinks their anniversary it, that she's forgotten, yeah. right? So she's planning one thing. And it's, yeah, yeah very stereotypical, like, old-school uh, sitcom. I loved it. Yeah. And, and then the second one, it's, um, well, she's going out to meet the neighbors, and there's a talent show, and... A fundraiser. Vision's a fundraiser talent show and vision's going to do some magic and he ends up getting drunk. Well, no, they show you, he gets gum. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, but I know it, it, the, the way it's acted out though. Yes. It's like he went out and got loaded and had to yeah. do this magic show. <laughs> so like if it was back, if it was, if we were watching the TV show back in the sixties, the guy would have been drunk. Yeah, yeah. Um, in, in this reality, he has he ate a piece of food which got gummed up in his system. It was gum. It was gears. literally gum. Was it gum? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He had. Oh, yeah. And uh, someone and offered it, him a stick of gum, and it gummed up the works. And it gummed up the works literally. Yeah. Uh, because he's a robot. Um. You know, and and, and those were funny, and I think it, I think those work because Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany are just that good. Yeah. And what um, I really like for this, uh, this for is for Paul Bettany, especially because he's been playing a robot. He was playing Jarvis right since the first Iron Man, so he was just an AI. Yeah. Then he gets to go in Age of Ultron Division, so he actually gets a, to be physically there and start to be be able to really stretch a bit more. This he, now he gets to stretch his legs into like sitcom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and like old school sitcom. So he's putting himself and so is Liz too, but she's, she's had to have a lot more range of emotion for her character considering her yeah. origins in age of Ultron and stuff like that. So we already knew what she could do, but yeah, this is a really good showcase for him too. Yeah. And, um, so overall I'm enjoying the show on face value. Yeah. Um, but the whole time I know this is a Marvel movie, I know this is a Marvel property. Yeah. And I know, and, and there's, and there's different hints throughout the, throughout the show, uh, halfway through each episode, there's a commercial. Yeah. Uh, the first one is for a Stark industries revolutionary toaster. Yeah. 
And while the entire show is in black and white, suddenly the light on the toaster is red. Yes. In the second one, it's for... It's for a watch. It's for a, it's for a watch uh, called Strucker. Right. I believe from Hydra Industries or something like that. That's right. Yeah. Baron, uh, referring to Baron Von Strucker from the Age of Ultron movie that they thwart in the opening, yeah. actually. Yeah. And they captured Yeah, him. exactly. Um, so obviously, I don't know if that has anything to do with what's going on or whether it's just a reference. Maybe it will. I don't, we don't know yet. Well, the, the Strucker one's interesting because it plays into Wanda's origin, right? It was Strucker that was experimenting on her and her twin brother sure. to give them their powers. So Strucker ties directly into her. Uh, and then by, of course, all the series of events eventually leading to Ultron and, and uh, sorry, leading to, um, well, yeah, Ultron uh, because of the same, they come from the same place. She gets her powers from the same stone that gives the vision, makes the vision unique, right? The mind stone. So, yeah. Yeah. So that, and Strucker had everything to do with all of that. Sure. But I, but I just don't know if that's the connection that they're going for because we haven't seen the third one yet. You know what I mean? No, like it could, it, it could just be they're pulling names out of the MCU and making them make funny commercials for them. But it also features, but the commercial also features the same man and the same woman. It's one yes. man, one, one woman. And they're both the same in, in both of them playing different, what appear to be different characters. Right. They're both doing commercials, but yeah, it's the same actor and actress doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, those, I think those references are very purposeful. Um, Stark probably yeah between Stark and Strucker that's their uh the origin for both of them right for sure both Vision and Wanda but then so what I, do you do in the yeah but what do you what do you do in the future then you know what I mean I would well, imagine that this this sort of gag is going to continue yeah so we'll have to see what happens going forward we, we could have a, a pair of gloves by Thanos or something like that I don't know like yeah <laughs> <laughs> Thanos connection uh, collection. Man, wouldn't it be um, cool? Wouldn't it be cool if they got um, um, Josh Brolin to come in and uh, just as Josh Brolin to do a like an old '60s style commercial for you know Thanos gloves or something like that? Try one on, or you know, you, you'll be buying them up in a snap. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, that. Uh, <laughs> but again, they, they could potentially because these are in if, if this what we. Are, are led to believe anyway, this is all happening in Wanda's mind, if not in reality itself, right? It's all, it's well, all around Wanda. I, it, it is. Yeah. It's happening to Wanda. Yeah. We know that, but we don't know what exactly. We don't know if it's happening in her mind. We don't know if she's trapped in some kind of holographic place yet. That could be a possibility. Some she could just control. be out. She could be dreaming all of this. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I know I've heard uh, or I've been caught up online with the House of M storyline. Ah, yes. I know that we'll, but we'll cross that line when we get to it, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, But as of right now, and but here's the thing about the first two episodes is there's no hook yet. There's teases. Yeah. Like we have the guy at the end writing something down, watching him. Okay. He works for sword. Granted. Um, we have that. And then we have when she goes to visit the uh, the popular neighbor who is the, the head, the bitch. Yeah. Um, the blonde bitch there. And she's 
listening to the radio and the radio says something like, uh, what are they doing to you? Who's doing this to you? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Wanda, you know, so somebody is indicating at least it sounds like it's being done to Wanda. Yeah, it, it gets them. It, it really got my mind going, and that's where I think that that they wanted was okay. Let's just lay out the the first little breadcrumbs of this mystery. Let you mull it over for a bit before we give you any more. So yeah, yeah in order to build anticipation, like what now we've got a week of you know what is happening to Wanda is. It sounds like someone's doing this. It could be magical in nature. This could be like a Doctor Strange solution that we need. You know what I mean? We yeah. Because there are other magic users out there. Someone could have could be trying to control her because of her powers, or you know what I mean. Like the, it's comic book stuff. The well, mind wanders, and that's the thing. <laughs> like, like, and I, I don't want to get too far into it because we're not a comics podcast. But I know in the House of M storyline, the Avengers put her into this sort of uh, something bad happens to her, and they're worried about her revenging with all of her major powers. So they put her into a trance, sort of. Yeah. And I'm I'm being very very of course <laughs> high level about this because I don't know all that much. But from what I understand, they put her into this sort of magical world where she can deal. Basically, they put her into her her own matrix. Yeah, and it's kind of like um, a therapy for her. Yeah, and apparently in that comic book storyline, she has children, and at the end of the second episode, ta da, she's pregnant. she's now pregnant. Uh, without actually having sex. So it's, again, usually when you release a, the first couple of episodes for a series, there's some kind of cliffhanger that makes you go, oh shit, I need to see the next one. Right? I don't feel I got that in these in, with these first two episodes. I think we got it teases, like you say, the bee, the beekeeper coming out of the thing, the helicopter and the plant. Um, yeah, because it was in color and everything else was still black and white. Everything else was still black and white. Um, the radio thing, the 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 uh, commercials in the middle of the show, those are all kind of teases indicating to you that something is amiss. But there's yeah. no, I I didn't feel like there was a big sort of gotta see the next one cliffhanger. Apparently that comes in the third one from the reviews that I've heard. Uh, the non-spoiler reviews. I don't know what happens in the third one, but oh, apparently that happens That happens in the third one. The big, oh my God moment, the big eye-opening, holy shit moment uh, is coming in the third one. Um, so I kind of question just releasing the first two episodes. Then again, it's the MCU people are going to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like it, what's your it take on that? Well, what, first of all, was it enough that you'd be like, you're throwing up your hands and you're not going to watch the third one? No, no, exactly. So I think that no. they're, they, they wanted to schedule it a certain way. Um, they, they've shown before, you know, or like, I think this is going to be a trend with these streaming shows where if you're not going to do the full dump, uh, then releasing, more than the first episode is going to be the the way going forward, right? So they can, yeah. you know, it, it probably has more to do with a schedule that they want to keep rather than uh, uh, rather than the story. Now, that being said, um, this is where why I don't like people are like 
asked me all these questions before it came out about WandaVision. And I was like, I haven't seen it yet. Neither have you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know what happens in the third one until I see the third one. And the right. fact that, like, the fact that we already know that it's going to be this romp through classic sitcoms, which is a premise I, I, I love. I'm a big fan. I watch classic sitcoms all my life. Sure. Um, that, and, and it's bringing that into Marvel is fantastic. But just knowing that, then I, I think the first, after the first two, you might have had more of a cliffhanger if you didn't know that. I mean, these days it's near impossible. But if you came into this with knowing, not knowing anything and this black and white show, right, introduces our two characters and that something's going wrong and then everything just switches to color and she's pregnant, that seems like a cliffhanger to me. Or at least cliffhanger enough. Considering that it's not done yet, right? That that you know, it's not like they're setting up for a sequel to WandaVision with these just these two episodes. So, I think enough happens to to, you know. I think I, I think it's yeah, an, inter an interesting I, I, I agree. stopping point because we're like, what? She's got she's pregnant and everything switched to color when they spent two episodes in black and white. I think that the pregnancy thing more than anything else. Yeah. And then using those little mysteries that they're dropping that for her to solve and for us, it, it leaves it enough that, you know, I'm, I'm definitely wanting more. Let's, you know what I mean? Like for sure. Like I'm, I'm ready for that third episode. And Oh yeah. And, and I'm the same way, but, uh, but I think that's more, I think for me, that's more of the, the good storytelling and, and, uh, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany, those two really um, they sucked me in. You know yeah. what I mean? They're like, there's Elizabeth Olsen's easy to watch. Let's let's not let's not. There's some words here, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, so and the way but, they, I mean, her, her hair and makeup and everything really put her into that time. Yeah, and and but like her character is very likable. He's very likable. Vision is very likable. The, the characters other than them are of course very stock, but they're designed to be that way. Mm -hmm. um, so it makes sense. Um, I, I if, if we're doing shows throughout TV history, eventually we're going to run out, right? Yeah, but this is a limited There's, series. Right. So. Yeah, but you don't think there's going to be a season two, right? But by then, we'll I think she'll be out of this motif. Okay. Yeah. So then, so by, 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 so by the, so the motif get, is only for this is only for the first series. Then, I I imagine so. Yeah, and and okay. for all we know, there might not be a season two. Like from what I understand, and again, this is thank you, internet. This is going to bleed into not one but possibly two of the marvel movies where because wanda we it was already announced that elizabeth olsen and this was kevin feige did it at uh 2019 thing that they put on that marvel put on you can go and watch it. i think it was yeah Keith. yeah it was a disney uh it was either a disney thing or comic-con thing d23 yeah so when he was do, announcing the big slate when uh, of the next the next phase including wandavision and captain america and the winter soldier and all that kind of stuff yeah they announced that Doctor Strange 2, the Multiverse of Madness, will also include Wanda. So 
what I imagine is that whatever is going to happen in this is going to springboard into Doctor Strange too. In fact, for all we know, uh, they they might already have Benedict Cumberbatch film an appearance for the last episode, maybe to like, okay, I'm here to help. And that and that becomes the other question is, would this make more sense had movies like Black Widow already come out, Doctor Strange had come out? Because Doctor Strange was due out by the end of last year, is that, is that correct? Uh, yes. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, not till so this year. Thor. Nope. It was Eternals. We were supposed to get Black Widow and Eternals this year. Or, tw- sorry, this year. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, 2020. Um, and then and then Shang-Chi uh, and Doctor Strange, I believe, were 2021, if memory serves. It's gotten all mixed up now. But my the point being, though, they, it was specifically timed out that WandaVision was coming out before Doctor Strange. Okay. So they, they are still, they've got a plan for a larger story with this. And uh, this is going to intersect with the more magical side of things and the multiverse, which apparently Spider-Man will get caught up in. Because um, at the end of, at, at the end yeah. of, Homecoming, yeah, at the end of, uh, sorry, Far From Home, he was just outed as Spider-Man. Maybe he needs some place to hide. Like, I don't know, another planet, another Earth where they don't know that Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Maybe that's how he, he, he goes on to, on to that adventure with them. I don't know. Yeah. Well, also the rumors that Andrew Garfield and Tommy McGuire are coming back for this movie. Exactly, exactly. And so is Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. And, yeah. Uh, I'm really worried about that one, but let's... I, I, I watched the, 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 the Homecoming and Far From Home just this week, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, I rewatched them for the second time. Um, yeah. So Probably but- like them better now, but the idea of a multiverse gotta do it right oh yeah gotta do it right comic book fans will get it comic book fans will get it i have no doubt with that but when you start doing marvel movies like i like i keep saying you have to do it for everybody and if you're going to do a multiverse you better make it easy to follow okay so exhibit a uh the flash television show so okay yeah, they introduce the multiverse on that show, and they explain it to you. They actually bring out a whiteboard, and Barry Allen yeah. explains the multiverse theory to you, and then yeah, okay. they have and they they do a very good job of making sure we know who's from where. So sure. when a but flash here's my from thing. Another, yeah, but here's my thing: is the audience for the Flash TV show and the fly and the audience for the Marvel Cinematic Universe much. Did big difference in numbers there? Not okay. Big difference in numbers, you but I mean, I mean, but I, I think they they can they can explain they can explain it well enough for the common man, if you will. I hope so. And yeah. and, and all I'm saying is I hope so. Yeah, I think and I think they will because apparently, like Doctor Strange is called the the multiverse, multiverse of madness. So you're pretty much banking on it at this point. You darn right. Yeah, um, and so. They, and they, they kind of introduced the concept a little bit in Doctor Strange when he steps out of his own body and stuff like that. And like he doesn't go to another Earth, but I think that's that's the yeah. next step in his magical journey. Now, well, they kind of do it in, in, in Endgame too. They do time travel, but yeah, but they do. They introduce the idea of co- of co- yeah of creating alternate universes. They're gonna they're gonna talk about it in Loki, the Loki series. 
We'll be touching okay. on that. Yeah. Um, another thing you, you mentioned, though, about Black Widow, uh, that's not going to intersect with this. So with WandaVision. Um, right. That's that's more your your spies and, you know, that's that's going to intersect with Cap and the Winter Soldier. So those two, yeah. they have they have timing for that because one has to do with the other. And that, that's why they're holding off on, on releasing Captain America and the Winter Soldier till Black Widow comes out because the two are related. Just like, so, so they're kind of breaking it up now where it's not all just about the Avengers. It's now the individual characters teaming up for smaller adventures. Yeah. Or, or having solo adventures. So we have Black Widow having hers, but then it might bleed to Captain the Winter Soldier. Okay, they're connected. That's over here. WandaVision, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, they're over there. Right. They're not... They're not going to be showing up. Thor is going to go off with the, uh, assumably, the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, for a bit. You know, so, you know, the Asgardians of the Galaxy. Um, mm. You know what I mean? Like, so that's going to be out there. Uh, Captain Marvel's going to do what she's going to do. Uh, we've got, uh, uh, we, we've got um, uh, James Rhodes in the Armor Wars coming up uh, probably later this year or, ne- or next year, maybe, for that one. Right. What happens when Tony Stark's armor gets out into the wrong hands? He's got to deal with that. That's kind of the, still the fallout of of Tony Stark's death. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. So we've got Nick Fury. He'll be doing his own thing, and yeah. So now we have the. It, I love it because it's it was all of these individual characters coming together. They did a bunch of stuff, and now okay, they're separated. Some are gone, and new ones have been introduced and now we're going to kind of focus on smaller stories and then down the road they'll probably come together again it might not might be a completely different roster it probably will be by the time we get to it that was oh, a rant chris, that evans, was a, <laughs> chris evans is coming back apparently but yeah um, multiverse of madness cameo let's let's yeah let's stick with wandavision um i know us getting off topic what a shocker imagine that yeah yeah um Anything else stand out as far as WandaVision is concerned? As far as WandaVision is concerned, uh, yeah, the acting was great. Uh, uh, Catherine Hahn was fantastic uh, as the nosy neighbor. Like, she really fits that style. Uh, you know, I mean, she's she's even... T- like, I, I like that her and Liz Olsen were kind of doing almost like uh, Wilma and Betty from the Flintstones with oh, their voices. I think they were doing a... Yeah, but I think they were doing a, uh, a Lucy and Ethel. Type well, of. yeah, that's, I mean, they're all related, right? They're all kind of that, that, yeah. of that, that era. And they did a fantastic job. Uh, Deborah Joe Rupp, I think is hilarious. It's hilarious to have her in there. Um, just because it's like, she's not like, she's basically most famous for doing all the stuff that she used to do as a kid. You know what I mean? Like she was alive in the seventies and then in the nineties, she goes back and does a show about the seventies. So she, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now this, the fifties, she, I believe she was alive in the fifties or Close to it, probably pretty young, but still she she's now she's older now and going back farther. Basically, just they're hiring her to do everything she did when she was a kid or saw when she was a kid. Like she probably dressed like her mom dressed back in the 50s. Yeah, like that. You know what I mean? And and doing that. And this would have been the show she grew up on. So it was kind of fun to see her, Um, uh, you know, so I, I thought that was funny and nice to see kind of a recognizable face, but nothing too, too big. What I thought would have been interesting if this is all having to do with Wanda's mind, I was expecting a few more characters from the MCU. Not not the big ones, but um, 
let me oh i thought of an example last night when when, uh, when we were talking about it and after i just watched it um there is uh, uh it, it escapes me hang on i'll have to find it but um i don't know why i keep forgetting Col kobe smolder's name i, I keep forgetting it <laughs> oh um hill Hill, Agent Maria Hill. Hill. Maria Hill. Thank you. Yeah. I keep I keep forgetting Kobe's name. <laughs> I forget her name. And then by association, I forget Maria Hill. But so no stranger to sitcoms, right? She did uh How I Met Your Mother sure. as, as how she met. So what if she was playing like the Queen Bitch of the Block? Like just maybe these smaller parts being played by people from Wanda's life. Now, whether they actually met or not, I don't know. But you know what I mean? Like I thought that we might have got that, or maybe even like Scarlett Johansson showing up as like just a cameo as like one of the neighbors just for a scene or two, and then and then and then gone. You know what I mean? This idea of things are leaking out of this is all from Wanda's mind. Wanda doesn't know how Vision works and how what would happen if he really ate a stick of gum. Chances are he would have been just fine, but in her mind, it gums up the works, and now he's like a the drunk. Now he's like a silly drunk. Do you know what I mean? So I, I was yeah, kind well, of expecting maybe some some other cameos, again, of related characters. Jeremy Renner maybe is like uh, a guy he uh, see, Vision I, works I, with. I, th I don't I, th know. I think someone like Scarlett Johansson or Jeremy Renner, even Colby Smothers, I, I think they're too big. Because well, I think once you... But once you bring those guys in, you're then saying like... Um, like this is almost like a parallel universe, you know what I mean? So I think people would expect to see the Avengers come in. I think they would expect to see Chris Hemsworth as a next door neighbor, or um, um, what's his face? Gwyneth Paltrow uh, showing up. Or... Gwyneth Paltrow running a store somewhere or something like that. But I'm saying, I, I, I think, I, yeah, I thought that I thought that would have been a great idea. Just this this idea of this uh, these are people from her life, but in other roles. They're not, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow is a shopkeep, but she's not Pepper Potts. She's she's Audrey from right, but Audrey the shopkeep or something. You know, I think that, but but I think they're too big. I think if you were to take people like, but he had an American accent in uh, Captain America: Civil War. He was the one that arrested. Black Panther and Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Morgan uh, Freeman, Martin Freeman. Freeman. He played yeah an, another character named Ross, by the way, which I didn't think was very was a great idea because you had Thunderbolt Ross for one, and then this yeah. guy he was like Agent Ross. Uh, so there you go, Thunderbolt Ross, the you know the senator who you she know, did bring meet. him in, who she did meet, and then this guy that that she possibly William, could have William met. Hurt, yeah. Yeah, or so, you know, what, and uh, what about Strucker himself? Get that actor back. Sure, get Strucker. Well, the problem with that is, is if you're going to do the uh, the the watch gag, I don't think you can have the act the actual Strucker. You know what I mean? No, no, but it well, keep it, one reference. Yeah, I guess conceptually, though, in my mind, it's just them playing different characters. So she's yeah. drawing from her memory. And populating this this neighborhood of hers but with people that she that's knows, if she's, I thought this, yeah. But that's if she's if she's controlling this, and I guess that's the real that's the question that maybe we should end on is is she does she have control of this? I think because she does. well, because the radio 
says who uh what does the radio thing say what, yeah, what who's what, doing what this the, to you wanda who's doing who, this to you who's doing this to you who's doing this to you so that would imply that she's not in control of this yes because but she was put there but at the your, end of point, each episode at the end of each episode she um like when the when the when the boss is uh choking to death and everyone's yelling at her. She sells. She says she yells, "Stop it!" And then takes control and says, "Viz, you know, help him out." And he reaches in and matrixes out the food out of the guy's throat. Um, a Neo taking the bullet out of Trinity. And at the end of the second one, like we said earlier, she sort of reverses time back to a time where she's no longer confused about the guy in the B suit coming out of the thing. That's what I was going to point out. So yeah, I, I, I so think I just figured it does out. Does have control? Okay. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry, and I didn't mean to cut you off. I apologize. No, um, that's that's basically it. I'm very excited. So, that's why I'm. Kind of, uh, so I I think I I just had an epiphany. I uh, so. Taking the idea of populating this, um, her little imaginary world here, because that's what it is. It's her, yeah. It's her and Vision living their ideal life together. They they ran off and got married together from where what, they can't remember where they're from because that's that's where the hurt is, right? The past. That's where yeah. Vision died at the hands of Thanos. So, I think the people in her neighborhood are people in her real life right now. So, for example, Deborah Jo Rupp was telling her to stop it, stop it, stop it. It could be that we find that she's in some sort of like semi-comatose or vegetative state, kind of not, not fully conscious, but still able to access her powers. And Deborah Jo is a scientist or something like that, that is trying to like out in the real world, telling her to stop it. Maybe she was killing somebody that looks like the That's boss possible. from work. Do you yeah. see what I mean? Catherine Hahn yeah. works for these people or is part of what is going on and is checking in on her, right? She, maybe like she's a uh, a doctor or something yeah. like that. You know, well, that, that I would believe. Yeah. Because so, the, 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 the commercial for this whole thing has her in a car talking to Vision and he, she says something like, well, no, yeah, I, I don't believe this because you're supposed to be dead. Yeah. So she's obviously she's aware of what of of the events of Infinity War, or becoming aware and, at least that that this or, is, or at least yeah at that point she's aware of it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but that's later on in the series. I don't think you should have revealed that much, but that's me. Oh, uh, that's not just you. I hate that stuff. Don't, I know. Don't get. I don't turn to the last page of the fucking book. Okay, like yeah. <laughs> Who and who and who does that and then wants to go on the internet and talk about it? I don't know. Uh, and but it happens. Fiance. <laughs> What's that? My fiance does that. Oh, does she? Oh yeah. my goodness. Okay. Well, I guess for her it's about the journey. Well, she'll she'll watch like the last ten minutes of a movie and then if she's if she's interested, then she'll go back and watch the movie. And I'm like, really, really? That's why she won't watch Promising Young Woman all the way through because she's already seen the last. She's already seen the big ending. But anyway, I find that fascinating, and I would find whatever. That a, a and if she if she wants to know the story, she usually reads it on Wikipedia. So I'm like, you know, you could just watch it and enjoy the for what it. But anyway, yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, no, I think you're right. 
I, yeah, I, 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 I think your theory holds a lot of water there. I think she's probably doing something. She's being held against her will. Her powers yeah. are being enacted, whether it's her choice or not. I don't know yet, but that I think that these people, we're going to see these people again, but like in lab coats, it could be probably know it's advanced idea mechanics. Um, yeah. Who we saw in Iron Man three, you know what I mean? That got a hold of her like, or, or it could be in the more in the magical spectrum. Uh, Catherine Hahn could be, so. Catherine Hahn could be like a magic user of some sort that is got her in some sort of like magical suspended animation, pseudo imagine suspended animation type thing and is trying to invoke her powers or something like that. So yeah, yeah, it, it could be that this is, she's trying to open the door to the multiverse through Wanda who can bend reality. And the people around her yeah, are her helpers, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway. So that, yeah, I just kind of thought of that just now is that, that, Okay, you're right. So that would also, she's not pulling people from her her memory like when, like the other Avengers, but it's people that are in her immediate vicinity. Kind of like if you watch a TV show, then you go to bed, you dream about that TV show. Yeah. Or work. You ever have the work dream? I've had the work dream. Yep. Oh yep. yeah. Yep. It's that. It's yeah. It's that idea. So, for all we know, Catherine Hahn's the big bad. I almost assume she is. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of pegged her as that when I, when she first showed up because she has that kind of face, and she's that like, type of actress too. She well, but she doesn't always play the you, nice girl. If you look at it, she seems to be playing the role of. She seems to be trying to manipulate Wanda in almost every scene that she's in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she's always talking like. She's talking about how, oh, my husband, Ralph, and blah, 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 you know, even though we haven't met Ralph yet. And I don't think we will. I don't think we're going to meet Ralph. Yeah. I I, th- I think Ralph's going to be one of those off-screen characters. Which was more of a trope back then, though, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, I could be wrong. I don't know. But I think I I, I pegged Catherine Hahn from, from the beginning as she's suspicious this could go sideways with her character. So yeah, she's almost too nice to her. Yeah. Well, like I say, I like, she, like she, she pushes Wanda into the whole, Oh, you need to dress sexy for, and this is how to seduce your man and blah, 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 which is a trope of the 50s show, but it also is sort of a shows her as more of a controlling person in Wanda's life. Right. So she can be, she could be the one with the, she could have been the one writing down things with the thing, although it looked more like a male hand, but who knows? Yeah. Well, for all uh, we know, that's, that's the guy that's playing the boss is yeah. just, you know I mean? He could be a sword agent. Yeah. And this could be a sword operation. For all we know. They're trying, maybe yeah. they're trying to assess her threat level, which is why they're, yeah. they, they keep showing up. And they're observing her, so I gotta, I gotta think that they're involved in this. Oh, I think they're definitely involved in it. Like, I mean, responsible. Not, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, oh, I, yeah, yeah. Unless, unless somebody else is responsible, and Sword is trying to get to her. Maybe, yeah, it could be. Yeah, Nick, this could be Nick, Nick Fury could show up at the end of this. Yeah, to so try I and get know. her out or something. I'm hoping it's Doctor Strange, but anyway, that's that's just me. Yeah. So. 
Like I'm staying off of IMDb because I know that it'll list all the people for all of the episodes in there. So I've made that mistake before where I was like, Oh, who is that actor or actress that I'm seeing on my screen night right now? And then go through and like, okay, well that's how that ends. Yeah. (laughs) Or, or you get the, um, uh, the number of episodes they're in. You're like, ah, shit. (laughs) Yeah. Like I find out characters. Oh, like, okay, that guy's going to (laughs) die. He's only in for two episodes. So his, I'm going to be here for a long time speech really doesn't hold water when it's like he's going to die next episode or he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that just about wraps it up. Um, and so that's episodes one and two of WandaVision. Yeah. Uh, we'll for be the back debut for episode of home screen. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. Uh, film studies. Got to wait for a movie to come out before we can do a film studies. Well, yeah, we might have, uh, depending on what we can get here in Canada, we might have a whole bunch of Warner Brothers ones to do all at once. But uh, whenever that happens, (laughs) more on that as we find out more. So, yeah. So, uh, and stay tuned for our is that I'm still working on some of those as well. Check us out also on the Dan Aykroyd podcast. That's right. Yeah. We were Uh, recent guests. We went to, yeah, we went to visit Scott on his podcast to do a movie called. Love at first sight, which if you haven't seen it, wow. Um, yeah, Scott, who, who's uh, from Texas, thought he should bring in his two Canadian buddies to talk about a movie definitely filmed in Canada. <laughs> definitely filmed in Canada. Starring a bunch of Canadians you've never seen except for Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that was a lot of fun. So It was. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, well, Mark, thanks for uh, joining me here. We'll see you next time on on home screen. Stay tuned.